We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We gonna get it. Good. Morning, everybody. It's Shakeaway time. Tim Shea, welcome to the Tuesday, November 21 edition. We got some bucks for you. We got some bucks for you coming up. But first, Tim Shea and many Shakeaways. Tim, how are you? I am good. Boy, start, starting off with the music right away. Yeah, I, I, I mixed it up. I, I changed. I changed the. Uh, I changed it. I changed it to keep people on their toes. I love it. How are you? It. I'm good. I'm good. It's It's been a while. Yeah, I miss you. I miss you too. Well, that's why I'm excited to see you in person. I know. We I have a lunch date. I can't wait. And we were, we were supposed to have that last week. That's apologies to me. I I was worn down from Pittsburgh, man. And look at me. I'm coming two days after my vacation, my second one. Yeah, you got another uh, vacation. We're going to have a date. We're going to Tupelo Honey. Okay, so Tim and I are going to be at Tupelo Honey. My treat, of course. Yeah. Do you want me to pick you up or what? I can pick you up. Maybe I'll meet you there. Meet me there? Okay, fine. Whatever, Whatever works better for you. I just want you to know the last time I went there, I sat next to David Gruber. I, I, and I told you I was disappointed. Yes, I didn't put him. You, you hammer in his get, face. Get, yes, exactly. Ask him about counsel, but we'll be at Tupelo Honey again. We've been talking about these guys. TupeloHoneyCafe.com. If you want to make your reservations, when you do that, um, and a lot of you guys are uh, really funny in the notes. I think the last note they showed me that it said like, "Fuck Craig Council," <laughs> although it was like. F Craig Council. It wasn't like you didn't you say that? Like <laughs> put this in the uh in the comment code. Yeah, I was kind of joking, but not really. Well, um, so yeah, you when you there's a place on the reservations when you make the reservation, you put like Bart Winkler, Bart Winkler show, whatever. And then in November, they're doing a 20% off uh deal. So if you can get there yet this week, or maybe the week after Thanksgiving, you know, you're not gonna want to cook, you can do brunch on the weekend. You can do some time during the day. You can take the family there. You can go next week, uh, lunch or dinner or whatever, TupeloHoneyCafe.com. 
I had the uh, sriracha honey chicken last week, so we'll see what I get this time. Do you like to mix it up, like not get the same thing? Oh, I got to get something different. Okay. I'll still get them grits, though. You know who's a big fan of that place? David Gruber. Kevin Holden. Oh, well, we got to take Holdy there. Oh, it probably does remind. Holden's from Georgia, so some of that southern food. Him and his wife love that place. Probably does remind him of that a little bit. So we'll be there. Um, Where to start? We got a lot to recap over the weekend. I want to start with the Brewers. (laughs) Go Brewers. Yeah. No Woodruff. Your reaction? I mean, you kind of kind of had to be done, but it sucks. It really sucks for him. And, you know, like they said, well, there's a chance for him to come back. He ain't coming back. Well, this is like with Corey Knable. I mean, it's not as the same kind of stature, but a similar kind of situation where there was a year that Corey Knable could have come back, but we would have to pay him essentially to rehab. And we weren't going to do that. And the Dodgers did. And they were they 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 were able to give him just five million bucks. Hey, come here and rehab. And then he eventually like pitched in August and bounced around a few other places. But we can't do that. And that's no. you know that's the shitty part about baseball is you have this guy that that wants to be here that like being here. We like him. Uh, the team likes him, and they just can't afford. You can't sing like for Woodruff's. You know, well, why don't you come back for a million dollars? You know, whatever. I mean, he's going to get paid, but um, and a team's a team's going to be well to invest in that. It just it can't be us, and that sucks. And maybe maybe he comes back, maybe whatever, somehow, some way. But it kind of feels like that one's over. And then uh, if he's gone, you might as well just trade Burns. Burns was on TV the other day saying he had no discussions about a long term, which I've never. I don't remember the last time a Brewer has said, yeah, we've had discussions. I never remember. Never, never. They never no. have discussions. So get, then, you, then you might as well just, you know, get rid of Adamas too and just start all over. Oh, yeah, we should get rid of Adamas anyway. Well, you know, the Brewers, they think that's going to be their big signing this offseason. Also not coming back, uh, <clears throat> J.C. Mejia. Mejia. I've heard it both ways. Yeah. And uh, Rowdy Telez. Ooh. But in his absence, the Brewers have acquired Jake Bowers, who I please mean, t- please tell me he's not going to be the first baseman. I, Jake Bowers is a guy who, in some of these fantasy leagues, uh, this one I'm in, dynasty keepers. Oh God, I drafted him when he was in like single A, and have been waiting for Jake Bowers to be good forever. <laughs> I'd fit right in. I think. I think. I think. I saw his like, career batting average two ten. He's a Brewer. Yeah, hasn't uh, hasn't happened. So uh, the Brewers, yeah, and Pat Murphy's been named manager since we've last talked. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Meh. Great, good for him. Didn't you like at the press conference when Ricky Weeks said "fuck"? Oh yes, Ricky Weeks. What? Can 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 we get oh no sorry can we get over like hiring former players please like I want someone that's not re not doesn't have ties to this baseball team. Council left us at the altar, man. What are we supposed to do? You could have gotten David Ross. Yeah, I wanted David Ross. I think a lot of people did. 
I, but I, I don't even know that he's good. I just wanted him. He's all right. Look what he did with the Cubs last year. No one expected that. But then again, managers, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how good Craig Council is. We'll see. We'll see how much, how many wins a manager brings. $8 million worth? Yeah. I want to reset the market. Mets guy gets 1.5. <laughs> that was the worst narrative coming out of that. Yeah. He's never going to reset shit. Council getting eight doesn't mean like the Guardians are going to pay fucking Steven vote nine. But I, I did see a good tweet from Grant that uh, Pat Murphy reset the the pay scale for bench coaches. Yes. Yes. So do we know how much Murphy's making or not? Not that I know of. We're going to we might have to ask uh, that might have to be like a Adam McKelvey dig deep for that that number. Probably like they probably didn't even give him a raise. I would probably say two, two million at the most. Well, they offered five point five to Craig. Yeah, they they gave which probably, wasn't a real. I don't think that wasn't. They knew he wasn't going to take it. So yeah, they just offered that to, to offer it. I'm I'm going to say two million, and that's that's on the high end. Um, Tim, your thoughts on the Bucks? Everybody wanted Adrian Griffin fired, and then. They won three in a row after a game they won, by the way, which it, is it, 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 it's been a it's been a bad weekend for haters of of uh, of this, you know, of people in the people, athletic haters or athlete haters or coach haters this week, yeah. this weekend, I should say. We don't get too many of these weekends where everybody wins. So, well, and I'm like, I'm kind of disappointed in uh, the brew hoop angle of this. They're they're the ones that I mean it was a guest column, Archon fourteen, and it was a guest column. But then they're, they're playing all like, oh, the staff doesn't represent the staff. But there's no staff. First of all, I've run a blog. There's no staff. You might get a little scratch here. Like there's no like even this podcast. There's no staff. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, get your staff going here. Where, where's your staff? If one of you guys start coming on here and spouting nonsense. <laughs> I'm giving you the platform. No, no, no. That's your staff now. Yeah, our staff does. Our staff. Our staff doesn't. You know, agree with uh, the Packers tanking. But yet, I give those guys a platform. I have to be responsible in some way. You can't just. You can't just wash your hands clean Mm -hmm. of it all, which is what they're doing. So we'll talk more bucks later. all right, Badgers, and I do want some shakeaways. Um, the only shakeaway that could go from this Badger game is that they are bowl eligible, baby, for the 22nd year in a row. We're What's going your bowling. Shakeaway? Well, it was a great. You know what? They played. They played their probably their best game of the year, and it didn't start out well either. Were they it was 14 nothing. It was 14 nothing after like two long 50 yard runs. So what was the mood like? Cause you were there. Oh, it, was, it was, it was, it was, uh, once it was 14, nothing, it was like, all right, here we go again. Did and people then, leave? Were no. people even there? Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 um, yeah, it filled up. It filled up. I saw some pictures where you could get tickets for three bucks. You could, you could get, you could get really, really cheap tickets for the game. And I think people took advantage of that. But a night game, it was a little colder. 
Um, that's why they were cheap, and they're not good. Well, and they're playing fucking Nebraska. Nebraska, who is now has to win, or they are not bowl eligible. A lot of big games, big games for to get teams bowl eligible in the Big Ten next week. Yeah, I guess. Um, but the mood, the mood was down when it was fourteen nothing. But the defense came to stepped up after that. And, did it turn uh, into a party afterwards? Oh yes, it did. They mm-hmm. cel- they celebrated very uh, like they had just won the Big Ten East or West. <laughs> after that, I don't mind when these teams celebrate. Like even Clemson stormed the field. Their fans did against North Carolina. I don't care. Um, it was a trophy game too, so you got to celebrate. Well, we haven't lost to Nebraska in like a decade, have we? We've lost to them one time since they've joined the Big Ten. Yeah. And that was on a last-second field goal. Yeah, so I want to keep that going. Nebraska, and you can't lose to a team that Colorado beat. No. And you you know what? It does not matter how bad Nebraska is. Their fans travel. Holy cow. Really? Yes. It was loud. They are loud. Yes. Maybe they scooped up on tickets. They, I think they did. They were, I mean, like when they, they were cheap, where they put the visiting fans in the in Camp Randall. You know, the the pre sold tickets already; those were all sold out. Hmm. So, um, yeah, it was. They 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 like to have a good time. And Any booze yet at Camp Randall? No, I I think next year they're going to start it because they're doing it this year at the Cole Center and the uh, arena where the women's hockey team plays, Laban Arena. Mm. So they're going to they're selling beer there, alcohol, mm. and then next year you'll be able to. I that's that's the hint. So. Great. And they've done studies on it where they're like people will be less drunk, like students. So that doesn't make sense. They're uh, not of age to buy the booze. Some are. Oh. Uh Badgers so, hosted uh, Virginia on Monday night in basketball, but I don't really Yeah. Maybe someone will mention that later. Um and then okay, some Packers shakeaways. Well, you know, I had one on your last show, and it sounds like Aaron Jones is not as hurt as everyone thought he was. Yeah, a lot of Twitter doctors said he was out for a year. Uh, The play calling was a little better, very very smidgen a little better. That was nice to see. Uh, Jordan Love is looking more and more comfortable. He's actually looking like a quarterback. That was nice. Special teams had an eh, okay day. Missed a field goal there, but there was a punt in the game where... We're breaking down punts? Yeah, yeah, breaking down punts. Defense, defense only gave up 20 points to the uh, very, very um, high-scoring offense. So that's that was nice to see. I need to bitch about a guy. Oh, boy. Well, I put on my Facebook page... The Bart Winkler show. Three words, put them all together. Uh, Packers, one and a half games out of the seventh seed. Oh and this guy, Andy, who I had on the show, he's a Bears fan. I, I talked to him this summer. We had a nice chat. And he just, he's real adamant that love sucks. And he's hes a Bears fan. He also, he also did a video. Um, the last time the Bears got a win, he did a video doing win losses. And he took the Bears... 
to be a 10 win football team after they were like two and five. I just, and there's another guy, there's, there's another guy, a uh, guy, Nathan on my Twitter, adamant that love sucks. And I said, look how good he played. Well, it was against the chargers. They suck. Well, what do you want then? What do you, what do you want? What, what more could you have wanted from that performance? From Jordan what, are, what are you expecting him to do in Detroit? I think the Packers are going to win. What? Uh-huh. I think they're winning this football game. Oh, we might have to make a little bet when we to go out for lunch. Mm, the Packers have the Packers have gone to Detroit on Thanksgiving too many times and lost in seasons where they shouldn't have. I'm thinking a year Dre Bly had two interceptions against us. I was holed up in a hotel with my family <laughs> for that game um, in Madison. There's that's also my, a game that, Rogers that, got that, concussed. That, that's my vacation spot. Stay away. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna ruin their ruin their uh, momentum, ruin their Thanksgiving. The turkey won't be tasting well in Detroit. Jordan Love is eating something after that game. He's 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 being interviewed on the broadcast, and he's gonna put his mouth into a big old leg. He's gonna receive his first trophy, the Galloping Gobbler. Yeah. Hey, where are you on this uh, whole turkey food discourse? Huh? There's a big backlash about Thanksgiving food. I haven't heard that one. I we I've heard the one about Christmas, but well, like turkey, tur- so what? turkey's not that great compared to other foods. Oh well, yeah, that's why you soak it in gravy. Mm, okay. The Thanksgiving meal is turkey, mashed potatoes. Oh, you got to call. Just forget it. We're we're doing we're doing stuff anyway. We 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 got off the sports and stuff. We're doing stuff anyway. Tim. Tim is joining me at work, and he's taking a phone call. And on the Dan Shaney uh, YouTube stream, although I did not post this on YouTube, uh, he is he is taking a call. Or maybe I did. I don't know. I probably didn't. I probably maybe I have to now just to watch Tim uh, giggle on a phone. Oh, somebody, somebody, he's really into it now. Oh, he's shaking his head. No, he's smiling. You know that Tim Shea smile he does. When somebody like catches him off guard. Oh, he's got his eyebrows raised. Oh, and then he took the video away. Oh, that's sad. Tim Shea. All right. I, yeah, I don't I don't want to talk about it anymore. I changed my mind. All right. Well, I I didn't know there was a war on Turkey. Or well, what? Zach Galb's got a big uh thing on lasagna. Your your girl at the station there, Sam, wants lasagna for Thanksgiving. Yeah. All right. I just I, I like lasagna. To, of all I, the anti-Thanksgiving lasagna, what was we'll just push for lasagna? I like to be traditional. Give me the turkey. Yeah. Uh, do Do you have plans for Thanksgiving? Do you go? Do you Do you post or do you go away? Oh well, we'll go up to Appleton. Okay, that's what I figured. I don't see you cooking a turkey. I will, I will, I will jump on the uh, stream after Packers Lions. I'll probably join you. And I have cooked a turkey. In college, we did a Friendsgiving, oh. and I was responsible for the turkey, and I cooked it, and it was good. Okay. I don't get defensive. I shouldn't have. You're right. So you think the Packers beat the Lions? I don't know. I'm just something to say. All right. 
Who should I take in my survivor? Saints over Falcons or Vikings over Bears? Ooh, I Vikings go. over Panthers. I'm fucked. I'd go Saints. Yeah. We'll see. All right, Tim. Bart, it's been a pleasure. It's I'll good see to see you. Yeah, I'll yes, see you I can't. Luck. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, you can. Go Brewers. Fuck off. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Before I give you the Bucks post-game action, their game against the Wizards, I do want to... Go through some voicemails. Got some good ones. Voicemails brought to you by carlofet.com backslash Bart. That's actually the website. They're brought to you by Carl's Place. And they've got different sales going on for Black Friday as well. If you want to check out everything going on there, when you get an enclosure, you can get 25% off Carl's Place branded accessories using the coupon code SIMSZN25. Sim season 25. Uh, if you just want to check it out again, golf simulators, enclosures, accessories, all that stuff, uh, whether it's their, you know, golf mad or all that kind of stuff. So you get the simulator. There's a lot of stuff you want with it, whether it's the camera or whatever. Uh, you can check it out. Carl of ET.com backslash Bart is where you can go for that. Uh, voicemails 402 915 BART 402 915 2278. If you ever want to leave one, I did put that number back in my Bart Winkler show. X, and speaking of X, the man who really hammers that point home that we call it that and probably hates Elon more than me, Matt in the Falls. This was Thursday night of last week, he was watching Bengals Ravens. But he threw out an idea out there that I wanted to get onto the show. So here's Matt's voicemail from Thursday. Hey, Bart. It's me. Um, sitting here um, in the Matt cave. 
watching Bengals Ravens um, for, the, for one of the one of the few times this year that I've actually been like, oh wow, Thursday night football is a game that um, is worth putting my eyeballs on for more than five seconds. Um, but now Joe Joe Burrow is hurt, um, so I have a pretty radical idea. Um, I think the NFL should contract to um, twenty teams, maybe eighteen. I'm not sure how the playoff thing would work there, but um, it's clear that there are, you know, 15, maybe 10 people who could play quarterback in the NFL. And watching football with these back of quarterbacks is so bad. It's, I, I don't know. I mean, this is the NFL with backup quarterbacks. I don't know how you watch any of that XFL, mumbo jumbo, any of that stuff with these amateurs because i mean even even with a backup quarterback this is tough um so i think the nfl should contract and then that puts um a higher concentrator a higher percentage of teams would have um, an actually good quarterback and then the backups would all be good because you'd have some starters like the lower third of the league um they would become backups um so you'd have some you know some decent i mean they still suck because I mean, if, if you're the 20th best quarterback in the NFL, you fucking suck. <laughs> so um, they should probably be a backup. And um, we just do the, you know, 16, 18, 20 teams. Everybody has a good quarterback and everybody has a decent back. And, you know, we don't have to, like, <laughs> like I, I don't know. It's just football sucks with the quarterback sucks. That's just all there is to it. The NFL is not very good this year. I hate the... Uh... I hate the suggestion. I like the thinking behind the suggestion. I'm always up for outside-of-the-box ideas. I would never want to see this league lose teams. Uh, I'll say to Matt's point, I'm trying to figure out a survivor team this weekend. Uh, and all these matchups are pretty awful. Uh, Titans-Panthers, Falcons-Saints, Colts-Buck, Giants-Patriots, Broncos-Browns, Cardinals-Rams, Vikings-Bears. There's just a lot of shit this weekend. And there's a lot of shitty quarterbacks that are going to be starting. Um, Tim Boyle's getting a start. All this Black Friday attention. All this hoopla. The NFL, they carved out Black Friday. They're putting a game on Black Friday. They're they're acting like they invented the 30th day of February. I mean, I was I'm so like I'm offended. I was offended how much like they oh we I don't know. The whole discussion about Black Friday has been like a three-year in the making thing. It's just a game on a Friday afternoon of a holiday weekend. Big fucking deal. There's 30 games in college on that day. Should we do Black Friday? Do we do it? Will people watch? What do you think? Most shit people are watch. All of America is going to be watching Tim Boyle play quarterback. All of this for Tim Boyle. Zach Wilson sucks. Desmond Ritter's getting a start this weekend. I mean, is Will Levis good? He had a good game. Is Bryce Young good? Who's starting for the Bengals? Jake Browning? Uh, God. Patriots all have bad quarterbacks. Daniel Jones stinks. The Browns, they're hurt. This is a thing that I saw Gary Ellerson tweet or put on his Facebook, and I stole it on CBS also. Who's the fifth best quarterback in the NFC? Who's the fifth best quarterback 
in the NFC. Who's the fifth best quarterback? You got Purdy, Prescott, Hertz, and then Goff, right? You would go with those four. But then who? Of who's playing right now? Derek Carr, Desmond Ritter, Baker Mayfield, Bryce Young, Jordan Love, Josh Dobbs, Justin Fields, Kyler Murray, Matt Stafford, Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, Sam Howell. Who, who's the fifth one? Who's the fifth one? It's, uh, the, I mean, the answer is obviously Jordan Love. Did you guys see him fucking yesterday? He was amazing. That's Matt in the Falls, 402-915-BART. This is from Brick in West Dallas. This is a more recent voicemail coming on Monday morning. Happy Victory Monday, Barton Linkliverse. It's Brick in West Dallas. Uh, really happy calling on Victory Monday. It's always a good, it's always a good time to to see you win. So. I'm just excited for that. It was a sloppy game, kind of by everybody involved. But a win's a win, and I'll take it. Even if uh, hot, ta- or hot Tank Jake, Hot Tank Jake, man, that's kind of a tongue twister, um, doesn't like it, that's okay. Uh, he has a title to his opinion. And I also had to chuckle that apparently metrosexual is like a terrible slur. Is that like the new, the new cuck or whatever that people are calling now? But anyway, I'm rambling again. But great win. Uh, it was exciting to see the young wide receivers play well. Jordan Love looked really, really good. I'm still a little concerned with his deep ball. Uh, the Dobbs touchdown was amazing catch by Dobbs. Go attack the ball, which you don't see a ton. Especially in young wide receivers, they try to, like, basket catch it, which allows, you know, the defender to get their arm in there. I think they mentioned that in the broadcast where they wasn't paying attention to those guys. They were not very good, apparently. They hated the Packers and only loved the Chargers. It was not great announcing by them, but people is a concern from love. He's underthrown a little bit, but I guess that gives your receivers a chance to make a play versus, you know, make throwing an uncatchable overthrown ball. Uh, all in all, can't complain too much. Uh, Rashawn Gary, Kenny Clark didn't do a ton during this game, but showed up big late with a big sack, and then Kenny Clark get his big old bear claw up there and knock it down to secure the win. Last thing I'll say is Matt LaFleur had a pretty good game calling-wise, except for some reason when he's in that, like, four-minute-esque kind of time frame when he, you know, hey, it's not two-minute drill, right? You don't have to score. You're not trying to necessarily run the clock out, but you can definitely put the game away with a nice long, sustained drive. Uh, he just forgets how to call a balanced game and just throws deep shot, deep shot, screen, and then takes no time off the clock and gives the other team a chance, so... Despite their best efforts, the Packers uh, won that game. So I will celebrate a win. Like I said last week, a win is great. A loss isn't the worst thing in the world, but I'm happy with a win. Uh, real quick on the box, good to see them starting to click a little bit. I, it was fun basketball watching that NFC turn, season tournament against Charlotte. So we're going for the cup, baby. All right, everyone have a great Thanksgiving week. B. Sean O'Connell is right. Thanksgiving is the best holiday. Halloween, Christmas. Easter, whatever, y'all can go suck it because Thanksgiving's where it's at. All right, everybody have the day you deserve, and I'll catch you on the flip side. I wouldn't tell Easter to go suck it. I w- <laughs> they're all, they're all. LeFleur, LeFleur, I'm, I'm proud of LeFleur. I'm proud of him. 
He had a mid-off with Brandon Staley, and he won. Or, more accurately, he didn't lose. Brandon Staley melting down the Chargers coach afterwards. Matt LaFleur. Uh, I was too conservative. Again, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, do I want him to admit it, or do I not? I don't know. I just want a coach who's an alpha, is what I want. And I say this in a mocking voice, even though that is kind of what my take has been. Packers made some moves. We need a running back. We got one. Patrick Taylor, you are a Green Bay Packer. Welcome home. They signed him off the pa uh, Patriots practice squad. So if you're on a practice squad, any other team can sign you. If uh, And then the Patriots, I think, I think the Patriots get the chance to sign him. Like, I think. Um, but they didn't. So the Packers get Patrick Taylor back. They got James Robinson back. He's on the practice squad. It will probably be activated because you'll need three guys. And then uh, they cut Levitt, the safety, who is Rich Bisaccia's best friend on special teams. Uh, they cut him. So pretty uh, pr pretty big deal. Pretty, ma pretty massive deal. Which it is a big deal because it opens up a single number. He was wearing number six. A lot of these guys like numbers. So that, that's actually the biggest takeaway of uh, Dallin Levitt getting cut is that it opens up a single number. That should be the take on uh, sports radio throughout Wisconsin here today. Uh, I have another voicemail. This is from Spark Guy. And speaking of Spark, Sparky, I will see Sparky next week. The toy drive is back for WSSP. I'll try to lock down some days, but I'm going to be out there at the uh, 6th and Ross and Blaine's Farm and Fleet in Oak Creek. We get back out there this year. Don't know what day yet, but that is the plan. Okay, here is Spark Guy. Hard. Spark Guy here. A couple things I want to comment on the after game uh, podcast that I just listened to. One, I think uh, your your sermon on patience. Um, just I just think it's fundamentally flawed. Hmm. Look up the term conflation fallacy. Uh, continuing to tie Adrian Griffin to, to Jordan Love is just uh, fool's gold. The Adrian Griffin response is completely insane. Ten games, we've seen the guy for less than a month. Jonathan Lillard have played together less than a month. To have any kind of conclusions on that, it's just completely insane. Bearing that to Jordan Love, who we now have, has been on the team for four years. We have an NFL track record that ten games is a lot in the NFL. And I think, again, I, I don't think people are saying that Jordan Love is terrible. He's not Zach Wilson. But I, I can't help but think that there is a need for patience right now. The decision point is now. They have only a few more weeks till the end of the year, and then they must decide, practically speaking, are they tied to Jordan Love for the next four years for $150 million? Because that's effectively it. I'd be very stunned if he comes back for a fifth year at the $20 million option. He's going to have to make that decision. and. Making that decision as Packer fans, I just struggle to understand what you guys are talking about with what are you looking for? Because anything less than a top 10 quarterback with those numbers will completely handicap your organization. Look at Daniel Jones. Look at some of these other guys that get that deal. And that is the decision point. That is why there is urgency to, to grading out love. Again, my, my point is being mid in the NFL is so frustrating. 
and you struggle with the idea of do you make that investment so no i think all the criticisms of him as well are completely warranted and i, I wouldn't put a lot of stock in those games again having seen bad quarterbacking it's a bad pass defense yes he threw for 300 yes he did his job but you know who else did that again from a bears point of view mitch trubisky he had plenty of those games against Buccaneers or else. Watch the full scope of what he does in the pocket. Finally, I do have to comment on this ripping on fans. This whole idea of ripping on Packer fans for not cheering enough, this and that, they will cheer for the product that's on the field. When they've been at their peak, there's been no problem with the crowd. I don't understand that. It is when they've struggled the last two years that the complaints about the crowd come. Who's the biggest proponent of the crowd being louder? Stupid Matt LaFleur. He is waving his arms like a donkey all the time. All the time. Instead of concentrating the product on the field, people will cheer for the product on the field. People I know, I'm, I'm just gold tickets. People I know that were there yesterday said the crowd was great. Why? Because the team did show some fight and they played well. Concern about the crowd, it's tied to the performance. Be concerned about what Gutenkus and, 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 and before are doing and not doing for the organization. The crowd doesn't matter. Um, Spark, I also said on Twitter to add to where he was on the voicemail. I think he got cut off, but cut off in a in a nice way. Um, Love at four and six is nothing like Rogers at six and ten. Christian Watson in twenty twenty three is nothing like Devonte in twenty fifteen. I don't know. I don't. I don't got a lot of hope for Watson. I mean, I hope he's good, but I'm not banking on it. Um, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I. I don't. What do we what do we compare? What what's your what's your bar on love? See, a lot of people have decided, a lot of people have decided that Jordan Love is not the answer. And so there's no bar. The bar always changes. He had a nice game. He had a nice game on Sunday. That's all anyone said. He had a nice game on Sunday. And then, oh, the defense, Chargers defense sucks. Okay. What, what do you want him to do? Play worse? Well, he can't even do good against a shitty defense. All right. Um, I mean, is there any performance that would have been acceptable on Sunday or is it always going to be the Chargers defense sucked? I'm seeing growth. I'm seeing him improve. I'm seeing him get better. Is he good enough to warrant $40 million a year? No. Is that what he's going to get? I don't know. Is that what he's going to demand from the Packers? Will he get it somewhere else? Probably not. Yeah, there's a little bit of an urgency. We've talked about that because they got to decide. That's what happens when you sit a quarterback for three years. Rodgers, like, looked very good. And you could tell. You could tell, like, this is going to be a far. This is, we got another guy. Love it. You don't know. I don't think Love's going to be a Hall of Famer. Is that the bar? Does it have to be that? Because if it, if it has to be that, we're going to get a lot of guys a lot, of, a lot worse than Jordan Love. And if you want to tank, like we could have tanked last year, could have tanked and drafted Bryce Young. He didn't look that great. Could have got C.J. Stroud. Okay, well, what do you want to do? You want to you want to pick between Drake May and Caleb Williams? Take the wrong one. You, you want to, you want a bad draft pick so you can draft a left tackle at five instead of at twelve? I mean, who fucking cares? You guys keep moving the bar. The I'm speaking to people that don't like love or think he's bad. You can't. You can't like, you can't get, you can't travel the whole universe because the universe is always expanding. And you can't say that love is ever good because your, your, your bar for him is always expanding. 
You're ne- he's never going to reach the goal for you. And I don't know what you're looking for. If you wanted him to step in like C.J. Stroud, that's different. C.J. Stroud was the number two overall pick. Love was the fourth quarterback taken in that draft. And he's probably the fifth best one out of it with Jalen Hurts. I, I don't know. I don't. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you want. The Packers, when they got Rodgers, yeah, they drafted in a similar position. But for some reason, nobody took a quarterback. You play that 2005 draft over again. Alex Smith goes one. Rodgers doesn't go lower than three. He probably goes two. Teams are taking quarterbacks for whatever reason they didn't. You just you can't like. That's why the Packers took Rodgers in the first place because they couldn't. They were stunned how far this guy fell. Don't know how good Jordan Love is or can be. But and if you say there's 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 an urgency, we still have eight games left or whatever. Decide then. We don't need to make a decision on love today. He's fine. He's doing fine. He's good. He can improve. He's not great. He's not ass. Love might not be the best five quarterback in the NFC or top five, but he's not bottom five. I don't know. It really annoys me. Again, pay shunts. You don't really need a lot of patience if you order from happyplacehemp.com because they will get those gummies out to you very, very quickly. I hope you got yours ready for Thanksgiving. I hope you got yours ready when the family's getting a little bonkers and all the ladies are sitting around that table drinking wine like it's the first time they've ever seen a bottle of red before. No offense. You're going to need a gummy to help you get through those times and maybe pass out on grandpa's lounger. HappyPlaceHemp.com, 25% off every single order with the promo code BART. We've been running this for a year. And so how many times have you taken advantage of that code? Once? Twice? Ten? Do it again. Promo code is BART. They got the different gummies, CBD, CBN. Uh, Those are the ones that I use to help me sleep because for whatever reason, I I just cannot, like, sleep. Uh, So those help me. They've been a godsend. Delta 8 gummies, Delta 9. Uh, you can also get it as tinctures, whether it's for pets or for humans. You can try a sampler pack just to see what you like. Um, and, and there's there's a lot more you can check out too. Happyplacehemp.com. Promo code is BART for 25% off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We will talk a little bucks here, and I mean a little. I don't know how long I will go with this recap of the Bucks beating the Wizards. I don't know that it deserves uh, a long recap, and really, we're mainly on the doorstep of Bucks and Celtics. That's what we are looking forward to coming up on Wednesday night, which I will be live after the moment that game ends from the comfort of my in-laws. The Bucks do get a victory, and uh, on Monday, on a busy Monday night, you got Monday Night Raw. The USA lost to Trinidad and Tobago, but they I hate when we play them. They cost us the World Cup once. Um, you got this Eagles-Chiefs game, which is big. And you have the – and he's got a lot going on. A lot of college basketball. Wisconsin. How did Wisconsin end up doing? They won that game. Yeah, well, good for them. Marquette in a late game against UCLA. So uh, Milwaukee did lose to Stetson. So that's a problem. But the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Washington Wizards. And the Bucks have looked really, really good as of late. Now, there were times back and forth you're thinking, okay, Bucks, what are you doing here? Um, are you going to win this game or not? It got a little too close for comfort. They allowed Jordan Poole to have 30 points. It's the first time that he's had 30 points all season. But they ultimately got the dub, 142 to 129. We are looking specifically at how Lillard and Giannis are playing together. Because when they play separate, they've said Lillard feels a little more comfortable. Giannis feels a little more comfortable. But this is a pairing that's been in the works apparently for years. A little group chat with Pat Connaughton, which may count as tampering. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. A lot of people goading Pat Connaughton for that revelation Damian Lillard had on a podcast. Lillard, three of six from three, five of 14 overall. But this guy gets to the line. I think what I am appreciating about watching these games, and it sucks to have to compare them to Drew because we love Drew and dude did, Drew did so well for us. So it sucks to have to compare them all the time. But the fact that Lillard can just go and get to the line so simply is such a nice addition to this team, something that they didn't really have. And Giannis could do it, but then he couldn't make the free throws. Okay. And Drew never did it. And Dame does it. You know, when you play against like Harden or those guys and they're always getting a line, you're like, man, fuck this. Well, now Dame's doing it. That's awesome. And so I love to see it. So Dame, yeah, he had 22 points on five made field goals, but he had nine free throws. And that's been really good to see. So uh, good night tonight. You know, get the wins that you need to get. Bobby had a nice spurt there in the third quarter. He ended up with 17 points. Um, Malik Beasley is becoming a favorite. He's becoming a favorite. He got unleashed the other night. That one game Giannis didn't play. Malik Beasley got unleashed. Three for five from three tonight. 16 points for him. Brooke was 16. Middleton up to 23 minutes and 18. Every starter had at least 16 points. So a really nice, evenly paced game. And then there's Giannis. Almost a triple-double, 13 boards, 8 assists, 20 of 23 shooting, did not take a 3, 2 for 6 from the line, and 42 points. And I think if you start to look at what Giannis has been up to, 
Giannis, the last handful of games, 54 and 12, 35 and 10, 35 and 11. We're doing points and rebounds here. Six and eight. That was against Charlotte. Uh, 28 minutes there. 40 and 15, 42 and 13. So Damian comes over. The guy in the last six games has scored only less than 35 once. Two, I know you guys hate it, but two 40 burgers in a 54-point game. So a really impressive couple of nights from uh, Giannis and the Bucks. The um, Hornets did play tonight. I mentioned the Hornets. And they played the Celtics. And the Celtics did not beat the Hornets. And Drew Holiday kind of got cooked by LaMelo Ball, broke his ankle there. Hornets beat the Celtics in overtime. Now, who did not play for Boston? Uh, Derek White did not play, and Horford did not play. And I saw somebody say, oh, they're resting them up for the Bucks." Could they be? The Hornets improved to 4-9, beating Boston in overtime. Tatum with 45. Pritchard with 21 off the bench. But the Hornets, who the Bucks just beat in in-season tournament play, uh, beat up on the Celtics. And now it's a showdown of all showdowns on Wednesday night. And there is going to be too much put into this game. This Bucks celtics game, either way, too much is going to be put into it. Win or loss is going to get too much attention. Taylor says Bucks win again and Celtics lose to the Hornets. So the Celtics better fire their coach now since they lost. That's how it works. You lose in the NBA, you have to fire your coach. Archon 14 has decreed it so. Q, who comes on my Packer post games crying and sad, comes on the Bucks ones happy and jovial. What's Yay. That? Go, Bucks, go. You know, I'm going to bring both of you idiots in here, Q and Jake. Hey, Jake. What's that? Did you guys hear the news? What Sorry, news? I was reading my book. What's going on? I can't. I can't you, you, you're doing green screen comedy with the book. I, I, if there's a prop comedy, I couldn't see the book. Yeah, I was going for it. Put it in front of your face. Put it in front yeah. of your face. I okay. That's gonna work. You have a green book in front of a. This is a disaster. Aye, aye, aye. Um, we're not saying the word draft anymore on the Bart Winkler show until the rest until 2024. Oh, wah, wah. What's the point then? We're not talking about the draft. The way <laughs> you guys are so sad. It's just like it. You really. I woke up today. You really. It really pissed me off. I was. I just must say. What? I'm sorry. Q more than Jake. What did I do? I was you were so happy. fucking sad. I was happy about Jordan Love. You were just sad. I was like, it's, I, I don't know. Let's talk about the Bucks. <laughs> oh my God. Jake just what? changed his background to the 2024 draft. For the what are you talking about? <laughs> That's fine. All right. Uh, your thoughts on the Bucks. Uh, did, now, did you guys both watch the game or are you just here to kibitz? No, I watched. Yeah, uh, it was it was good. Uh, right, I think well. anybody that thought the Bucks were losing, like, calm down. This was clearly like a roll the ball out onto the court, expend as little energy as possible so you can just get ready for that Boston game. And then when they needed to win, they were like, all right, let's shut this down. Q, your thoughts? Uh, I thought it was a really fun game. I know there was a lot of commentary about how the game was setting defense back in the league. Um, but 
for a Monday night against an inferior opponent, I, I, I thought the offense was a lot of fun. Obviously, Giannis had an amazing stat line. Um, I thought Dame, Dame was sitting on seven assists for like – I think he had seven assists early in the third quarter. Um, I'm just getting really, really impressed with Damian Lillard. Like, I think I, every other podcast I come on and say, like, I, I don't think I had an appreciation for who he was as a player. Um, the assists, getting to the the follow line, um, he hit some. He he really seems like he's getting in a groove. Um, I liked the AJ Green minutes in the first half. Stalis Tom says AJ Green needs some serious minutes on Wednesday. Wrong yeah, AJ. I, I think um, it's pretty – it's it's great that I guess if Jay's going to be out, him being out this time of year so we can see who of the young guys really rise um, to the occasion to, to fill in those minutes. Uh, hopefully Marjan will be back on Wednesday for that big Boston matchup. But um, it's – I don't know. This is a really fun team. I don't know what we're calling the little, like, wiggle – um, but for but Beasley, like the Beasley, it's now everyone though. Cause like Giannis was doing it for, um, for a big cam pain, uh, three during this game. So I, I just love this team. And I, I think that everyone seems really comfortable, um, which this to early in the year with this much change, I, I think like, I'm going to give, uh, Griff credit for that just because it seems like everybody has room to be themselves. Um, on your points on Boston, I'm not expecting much in Boston, like with Jay Crowder out. And um, I don't know. I feel like this team, the, but the team has been playing really, really well. Um, but with, with Crowder out and Chris still on restricted minutes, um, it'll be interesting to see how we match up. But I, here, uh, Zach says, how about this? Sit the big four, show them nothing. <laughs> oh, no, we don't talk like that on this show. No, you don't intentionally lose games. Losing's bad. You don't do that. Uh-uh. Totally different. I, um... I like this idea. Oh, by the way, you meant you said it wrong, AJ, for Andre Jackson. The spirit of Bud is alive. He started the other night, then played one minute tonight. So that was a Scott Skiles move. Like I remember back in the day, John Henson had a 2020 game, and then Scott Skiles played him zero minutes in the next game, just healthy scratch. Just hated young players. Yeah. How dare you get over on your own? Yeah. Uh, so I okay, maybe facetiously, maybe tongue in cheek, but because I want to win, I don't mind just never showing them anything all season. I mean, they're professional basketball team. They have tape. They have film. No, yeah, but just get. I think that gets it. I think. I think beating us. I don't know if if we're us beating them doesn't get in their heads as much as us not playing anybody. And then if we don't play anybody and we win, I like it. I'm gonna campaign just, for it. I hope that the Celtics don't get dirty. Like they're yeah. That's why you sit everyone. Just sit everyone. They're well. They got rid of Marcus Smart. Like. They don't have Big Bob down there anymore. So, I don't know. Yeah, I think I, we don't have to worry about that. In Chris's 
um, post game interview, he seemed like genuinely excited to to match up against Drew on on Wednesday, and I I would assume that that's echoed by the rest of the team. Um, Drew got we'll cooked s- tonight. We'll see how Drew feels. We'll see if he's as excited to see them as they are to see him. I mean, he could be the one that's taking cheap shots. This is the biggest like game. I know the Mavs game was big and fun on a Saturday night, but this is like the most outside of in season tournament play. I was gonna say it's not even the biggest game of this week. Like we got we got we got a tournament uh, game Friday, right? We got Washington at home again on Friday. So but wait. Did you just insinuate that Drew Holiday would get dirty with Milwaukee? I I mean, based on his wife's comments, there's some bad blood. I mean, he's probably not happy about getting traded. Who would be? But when has Drew Holiday ever shown anything other than great sportsmanship in his time in the league? He's he's loved by everybody. When was the last time he got stiffed by a franchise that like he poured his heart and soul into? Well, he loved being in New Orleans. They traded him. I don't yeah, remember but I him think, taking any shots at them. I think he got traded to like a a good situation. We traded him yeah. to Portland. We did not trade him to the Celtics. I don't know. I think that's overplayed. It's it's a business. These guys understand it. He's getting paid thirties in the thirties millions annually. He won a ring with Milwaukee. I highly doubt he has any bad blood for the for the team, maybe for the front office, but He's not going to stiff those guys that he called his brothers for three years or whatever it was. So I don't buy that. Uh, my theory is that Drew is our saboteur for Boston, and then he's going to opt out and sign with us for the taxpayers mid-level next year. For the I would return. love that. That would be amazing. God, you guys are just <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever kind of milk you guys have been drinking is spoiled rotten. It's protein shakes, bruh. 414 Badger says, Q, you think Drew Holiday is going to be throwing elbows out there because of his wife's Instagram? Take it down about 10 notches. I don't know if this show can handle Q taking it down another notch. (laughs) (laughs) Stalis, any response, Q? No, I just want to say that I like the Bucks to win. You? I'm good. <laughs> Stalis wants to know why we're talking Bucks when the Kelseys are meeting the Swifts. That is off. They they did not meet tonight. Taylor oh, wanted no. to be there when they met. She's got a concert tonight that got uh, rescheduled, so she, they, she didn't want to not be there when the parents met. Yeah, was that the death makeup show? Uh, yeah, I don't know. NNYE66 says, thanks for everything, Bart. Time to move on for me. These clowns get too much airtime. So this guy is going to leave all that I ever have done because uh, as as there's like the game that you should be watching on, we're just we're just talking like friends. So that's that's a problem. You could, just, you could just not watch tonight's, but that's fine. You got to again, it's not an airport. You don't need to announce your departure. Um, 414 Badger says, I'm sorry, Q. That was mean of me. Well, I'm just like you guys commenting. We just come call in. You can come join the conversation. Like we welcome all opinions. Uh, Matt is saying that NYE666 should jump on you fucking coward. Yeah, that's that's kind of my sentiment. Thank you, Matt. In a nicer way. That's what Q was saying. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, again, like not a, every, a younger a younger me would have uh, hit him with some swear words and. Not every not every show not a, not every piece of Bart Winkler content out on this earth is going to be good. Um, for instance, I did a show tonight on CBS Sports Radio. I thought it was all right. The one I did on Saturday was complete ass. So it's not always going to be good. I just try to put my best foot forward, and uh, I like to I like to open the door and, and and just talk to people as they come. Well, I'll tell you what, Bart. The best thing for any avenue of entertainment is I always say, give me an A or give me an F. I don't want anything in the middle. You're going to be entertained if you get one of those two things. Mm, yeah. And I think that's where your comfort zone is. No, I mean, I, I, I this would be the first time that some people, I, I mean, fuck, if I'm going to, if people are going to leave, I might as well start advertising for COVID shots again, make it worth my while. He's good. There you go. Paid for it. I was gonna say that uh, <laughs> NYE he looks like an alpha, so I'm kind of scared. I don't want to say anything too much, but to get him all riled up. I mean, I don't need to get all bent out of shape about one comment. I whatever. Um, so again, the Bucks. Uh, I do, <laughs> I do, I do want to watch the end of this game. So we'll talk a little more just to wrap up on the Bucks. And uh, if you're listening to the audio, then disregard this. But I've got Tim Shea on Tuesday's pod. And then we go through some voicemails, including a fun proposal from Matt in the Falls about the NFL and uh, a spark guy voicemail in which he tries to once again use his Bears fandom to tell us how to feel about Jordan Love. Can't wait. Uh, so those are those. And if you're listening to the audio that already happened, unless unless I got this to Tim to edit before he went to bed for the evening. Um, the Celtics game, I do think is huge again, in season tournament, notwithstanding the Philadelphia games, the Celtics games, the heat games, heat games, rather, they're all going to be big, but the Celtics one is going to take on a life of its own. Anytime that the bucks and the Celtics play, it will get more attention one way or the other. Um, just like what I said about the Packers and the bears, whatever happened in week one was going to get too much attention. This is going to get way too much attention. Even if like the way that I was cocking off about Adrian Griffin on Saturday night and I, you know, I just wanted to cock off to the people that were like asking for a coach to be fired after 10 games. That's ridiculous. Still hasn't lost since. And in fact, the, uh, the Bucks actually didn't lose the game before that was printed either. Uh, so real, really just still the dumbest thing will be hard to top the fan base's reaction to that. Um, ever. I think the Bucks have now won five in a row. They have the Celtics. Q mentioned they've got that game against uh, Washington, then Portland on Sunday, then an in-season tournament group stage finale, massive game on Tuesday for the Bulls, and uh, and then we get into December. But yeah, these games, Boston. You got Boston next when or this Wednesday on Blackout Wednesday, which I invented, and then you've got them on January 11th, and then March 20th. And uh, April 9th, all of these games nationally televised, as you would expect, ESPN getting a pair and TNT getting a pair. But this one, I I just really hope, like, I just really hope the Bucks win just because I don't want to deal, like, the, the, the Celtics fans will act like they won the trade, the East, the finals. And I wish I could just ignore it, but we will see it one way or the other. So very much want a Bucks win. Um, 
more than ever. M Shark says Bucks fans will freak out if they lose, and you'll have that too. I mean, if they lose, well, I, I, just... say, I was fully expecting them to lose against Boston on a Wednesday, but tonight makes me a little bit more confident that uh, it's going to be a good game. Tonight, I just I think Saturday Saturday made me more confident. Tonight did nothing for my confidence. We beat a team we were supposed to win beat. But Saturday's yeah, but I, game was like, for me. It was more nah. the aspect of that they it, they didn't have to expend a ton of energy. Like yes, everybody's going to talk about the lack of defense, but again, pretty much when Dame came in with about five minutes left, they just blew him out to end it. You know, they could do whatever they wanted. So um, yeah, I I feel pretty good about Wednesday. Um, do we have time to talk about what Tom Brady said? Hold on. Hold on, I don't want to leave the Bucks yet. Yeah, I don't know what he said, so hold on on that. I don't know what he said. Okay. Um, um, the other thing, uh, yeah, with the Bucks is I just don't like, like, I I appreciate that people are fired up, and it's good for me. Like, if I want people to watch a post game, you got to be interested in the actual game. So it's good for me. It'll be good for me on on Wednesday night. I just, I just think that Bucks fans. And maybe all fans of all teams, but I think that we have a tendency to uh we want to like we don't ever want to feel the heartbreak of losing in the playoffs again. And we don't like that sudden heartbreak, kind of like what Drew felt. So we put up walls and we put up guardrails. And so we get instead of instead of being happy all year and then really, really mad when something bad happens, we're just miserable the entirety of our life to prevent from being really miserable at one time. So that's a, that's a weird human thing that I think extends to more than just Bucks fans. I, I lost I you on that one. Take. A little bit. No, we're, we don't want like, okay, take it back to the 2014 NFC championship game. Remember, remember that? Oh joy. Yeah. I remember. Remember, you, remember how sudden and stark the pain was. Yes. So it instead of feeling that we're always sad. That actually changed me as a person, that game. I was just talking, and maybe I'll bring this up with Grant and Paul again, but I was texting with them, and I said, you know what, I'm going to go watch the, this is because we love our heartache, I'm going to go watch the 2020 NFC Championship game again, because that might have been like worse than 2020 or 2014. That game against the Buccaneers was awful, but we were so scarred. Yeah, it's it was maybe a little worse in the sense that like in 2014, you, you felt like, well, they'll get back. 2020 you didn't know you're like maybe that was it like maybe it really we really are going to do one super bowl with rogers and lo and behold all right have uh, you ever, did you have anything else on bucks have you i've got to take have you ever rewatched the bucks finals like game uh six i have i have game four five and six all queued up on my dvr to like the play of each game it, you know what's weird is is that we were getting cooked by frank kaminsky in the game no, six and, that it was COVID. It's like so weird to look and see Fiserv with the like seats behind the the benches pushed back because they were keeping the fans away from the players. It's it's just so weird to to see that. Um, I, I don't know. It 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 like shakes me every time I watch it. <laughs> it's like. It like takes away from the enjoyment of the the game. I was there and thought nothing of COVID when I was there, but it's just weird to watch it. Um, it wasn't COVID in the in the uh, Deer District. <laughs> um, but I mean, there I, were sixty thousand people there. 
No, it was I fine. Think, it was I think to your point on just fans putting up walls or being impatient, um, I'm getting really frustrated with all the Chris Middleton hate on Twitter. It it just seems like people can't let what do you the do guy. Now? I don't know. People were all over him in the first half, like during the first quarter, because he missed a shot and then he hit like his next three and had like a bunch of assists. And then they're like, oh, wait, just kidding. Like, Chris is fine. Like, I think he had his best game tonight, and it, people just can't give the guy any yeah. space to, to get back into it. And here, here's my take. Here's the, here's the gist of my take. So it took, Giannis and Dame 10 games to get used to the new reality of having a new coach and like working together. Well, Chris is playing half these games. He's only playing 20 minutes. So it's probably going to take him twice as long or 20 games to like get into a rhythm and understand how he's going to fit into this offense. So just give the guy a break and we don't need him to be the old Chris. We just need him to be, a third option and he's going to be a fantastic third option so so just chill out people i'm i'm getting sick of the hate our guy toby has a comment he says he knew Giannis was dropping 40 tonight did he take that to the casino is that why he's smiling so big in his picture that is a very nice picture toby's a very nice handsome young man <laughs> um jake you had a tom brady thought yeah, so he did an interview with Stephen A. Smith, and people are kind of taking him to task because he's talking about how mediocre the NFL is this year. Um, and he broke it down, and he thinks the coaching has gotten worse. He thinks the development of young players have gotten worse. But I have a theory that I've seen this coming for a long, long time, and it's that once we started to learn more about concussions, CTE, parents aren't letting their kids play football the same way that they would before. So gradually, I don't think, I don't think that that's affected it yet. Well, I think it's starting. I mean, the talent little by little, it's going to, all the talented kids are going to play basketball. They're going to play soccer. They're going to play baseball. And we may be starting to see the beginning of that where, you know, the Uber talented athletic freaks, they're gravitating towards the other sports. So I think it's inevitable. And my, especially if you watch every, every time the bills are on fucking national TV, there's, two players get carted off the field. <laughs> they showed like DeMar Hamlin every time, like, go. Well, yeah. And you know, but it is, there's that, not a lot of good teams. I, one of the things I mentioned on CBS Monday night was because the chiefs are playing the Eagles. And so if anyone's going to knock them off, who will be the one to knock them off? And I was power ranking the teams and I thought, okay, the Ravens, I think can play anywhere. And the, the lions could maybe, make some hay and San Fran could go into Philly and get a win. And then I'm like, well, who the fuck else? Maybe Dallas, maybe Buffalo. If they get in, like who's good, who's good enough to beat the Eagles or the chiefs. This is your super bowl. Unless there's like an injury. We're, we're watching the super bowl tonight. Even the chiefs are boring now. Like it's Mahomes and Kelsey. Like the rest of the offense is pretty, Wow. Well, you, you want more Rasheed Rice? <laughs> I want Tyree Kill back there. 414 also, Badger says it's due to the lack of fullbacks in the league. <laughs> Power eye, baby. And then if you look at a lot of these games this weekend, like, fuck, a lot of these games are dog shit. There's only three games, I think, with teams of winning records. Um, the primetime games we're getting, there's it's, it's, Thursday's going to be a massacre in all these different games. Monday night's Bears-Vikings. 
Sunday night's Chargers, uh, Ravens. Chargers are bad. We broke Brandon Staley, which is funny. He got all pissed. Right. Thursday is going to be a massacre, and there's going to be a lot of Packer fans that are going to be confused. It's it's funny. They just got that stellar win. It's unbelievable. How how could they lose to Detroit? Or are you you're a lasagna house for Thanksgiving, right? Don't you ever fucking say that again. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Uh, any more bucks on any way? Otherwise, this will be the end of tonight's program. No, but um, I did have a quick alpha take, if you don't mind, as my goodbye message. Um, it's a big alpha time of year because it's deer hunting season. So it's great because I remember as a bartender, I would always clean up because all the alphas would be up north sitting in a camouflage tent, drinking beer, pretending to hunt something. And then all the alphas' wives would be at the bar tipping me and then leaving with all the betas at the bar going home with them. So I don't know. Um, nothing but respect for the alphas out there. Go get that venison while your wife is, you know, getting some uh, different meat. So <laughs> getting the sausage. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. I'm really looking forward to Wednesday's Boston game. Are we doing a post game or are we going to skip that one? I went on 45 minutes after Bucks Wizards during Chiefs Eagles. <laughs> you think I'm skipping Bucks fucking Celtics? I don't know. Your family Bart guy now. is the Bucks guy now. You got to. We've got to give that to him. I'm doing one for Bucks Celtics. All right. Okay. I do. However, okay. I will. Let me just tell you the Bart Winkler show schedule. Okay. If anyone yeah. cares. Um, and I hope you do. Wednesday night. I'll be doing a post-game show. Thursday, I'll do a quick one after the Packers play. Um, and then I'm not going to do... In season? Well, not doing one. I'm going to... I think I'm going to go to that one. Oh, nice. Bucks play Sunday against the Trailblazers. Afternoon game. No Packers. I will, not be, I will not be doing a show that day. No show next Monday. Damn. For the holiday. That makes sense. Uh it, 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 it's my wife's birthday, so I'm gonna not do it. Oh. You do deserve an off day too, Bart. I mean, I just took one last week, but plus I'm sure Marvel has season forty six in the seventh stage of the universe of I'm so desperate for Marvel content. You know what I started watching now? I started watching the old X Men cartoon from the nineties. Oh, they're See, that's quad. That. They're rebooting huh? that. That's why I'm watching it. Yeah. They're rebooting. What? Why? All right, I gotta go. <laughs> it's a continuation. Yeah, they're just keeping it going. It's like the Bart Winkler show, and then the Bart Winkler podcast. We just yeah. keep it going. All right, Q. Peace, everybody on the stream. Thank you, and we will see you. Uh, new episode with Grant and Paul coming out, and then I will be on live with you from parts unknown on Wednesday night after Bucks Celtics, a massive game with somewhat minor implications that will be reacted to in a major way. Bucks Celtics. Matt's right. Bucks Celtics. I will talk to you soon. The Bart Winkler show three words, put them all together. <laughs>